It's Lent. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So it's Lent uh, here in Payne County, Oklahoma. Why are you so sad? Because it's Lent and we're supposed to be sad. No. Because no. we're, I'm <laughs> fasting and there's and I, and penance. Oh. I, I uh, saw you wearing your Astro shirt the other day, so oh, obviously you're so you mean. <laughs> Stop it. Hold you're on. so mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving up Father Kerry being a jerk for Lent. Uh, I, I am not. <laughs> uh, welcome to Pastors of Pain. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church in Stillwater, Oklahoma. I'm here with Father Kerry Wakulich, pastor of St. John Catholic Student Center on the corner of Miller and Knobloch. It is, uh, it is Lent. Uh, Lent began, uh, Ash Wednesday, smashing success, yeah. lots of people, lots of people, wow, there were a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, and even, and Free Carbon is, Wednesday. And, this is, and this, is, this is a wonderful thing, don't hear this as a, as a criticism, there were a lot of people I did not recognize, mm. and I was so glad. And you were not so glad? Not that I don't recognize them, but that they were there. Mm-hmm. The okay. prophet Joel returned to me with all your heart. Right? Lent is a wonderful time yeah, yeah. to come back to the church. Maybe you've been away for whatever reason. Maybe because something the church did to you. Uh, maybe because you've just been lazy. Maybe because some other reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just moved here and you haven't gotten into the swing of things. Whatever. Right, Lent is this return to the Lord. So, so, why, so why don't you do it? Huh? I'm huh? doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. So there's no there's uh you know we I think we we did that show a couple weeks ago and we had that the question from Father Kelly Edwards and he said you know do do I have to be like during Lent do I have to do I have to lose my joy you know and and the answer is no like you can still be joyful followers of the Lord Jesus yeah what um, what is the Gospel of Matthew when it's when it's about fasting prayer and almsgiving that section yeah do it in secret it says like anoint your head and like clean your face and shower and and like. Be light uh, of the world and salt of the earth to people. Come exactly. on. So, Father Kerry. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't start. Don't start now. Let me take a drink out of, of my cup that says Saint Trainer. In the season <laughs> in the season of Lent. Uh-huh. The season of Lent, we are called to um, increased prayer, uh-huh. fasting, oh, what? and almsgiving. Huh? Um, let's run people through uh, just kind of the basics. Uh, uh, we're t- talk, specifically talking about fasting. So, what okay. does what does everybody have to do? The basics. What's like What's like the minimum Lenten requirement for the all, minimum for Lenten all requirement? Is have you ever seen that little picture of the uh, like the like the uh, it's it goes out. I send it out every year, and it has like you know this plus this equals this. It's like yeah. two small oh, meals like equals a large meal, and then on Fridays uh, you uh, you have to eat fish or alligator. Apparently, yes. Um, but marsupials, marsupials are meat, no. y'all. Yep. Just in yep. case yep. Uh, you're in Australia, which there are listeners from Australia to our show. So that's right. No marsupials. We looked up. We were looking up our stats, and there. Yeah, we got. Yeah. Like seven downloads in Australia <laughs> taking over. We come from a land down under. Okay. A- anywho. So it's on Fridays, of course. On um, Ash Wednesday are those days of abstinence and, and fasting that are required by the church. But that's not much of a difference 
between the regular year because we're supposed to be fasting on Fridays anyway. Right. So, well, the church but throws in. But increased, the, increased. Yeah, yeah. Then, then it's on Wednesday and Ash Wednesday is like you can have two small meals or you can have one meal that equals, you know, not more than two small meals. Those I, sort of. I love like really funny memes. So there's one meme and it's this picture. I'll put it up on social media, but it's this picture of, of uh, Ryan Gosling who's like, you know, this dreamy dude. And it says, hey, girl. I'd like to take you out for a small meal that when combined with another small meal <laughs> does not exceed your large meal. <laughs> Hashtag Catholic pickup line. <laughs> and then the other one is a, is Ryan Gosling again. Is looking Ryan right at Gosling? You. Is he Catholic? No, but it's just he's just a good looking dude. And it says, hey girl, we'll only be able to see each other on Sundays for the next few months. I'm giving up sweets for Lent. Oh, stop. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> So, anyway, <laughs> so there's that. Okay, so there's this bare minimum to um, fast on um, on Fridays. Correct, and I to love abstain, it. Abstain from meat. Yes, abstain from meat. And then Ash Wednesday, which has passed, and Good Friday, April ninth, tenth, something like I'm that, a ball is is our days of fasting and abstinence. Correct. So you abstain from meat, and you also only have one meal. One regular meal. Correct. Instead of the normal three or four or seven, depending on yes. who you are. Okay, but we're what I what I think we should talk about is like a deeper a deeper uh fasting. Okay. How, how would you define fasting? Like what 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 exactly is it? Okay, I'm gonna give you a it's an article called Let Your Soul Breathe. Okay, who's that? Who's that by? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Byzantine it uh, bishop, Bishop Kurt. And, okay, uh, you can just Google, um, you know, Byzantine fasting Lent. As you, uh, you all may not know, you may have just picked this up. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a priest, not of the Latin Church, but of the uh, Greek Ukrainian Church. Shout we out have to Ukraine do a show on that because people are so confused by that. Shout out Ukraine converting the Russian Orthodox back to uh, ca- the Catholic <laughs> world. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Bishop Kurt's got the you know, let your soul breathe, and is is. Yeah, we have this like reminder of why we fast. You know, I was uh, when I was living in Denver in the seminary, we would work at the Air Force Academy and you know like do formation with guys, Catholic guys down there. And why were they fasting? There was all these guys, and it was a competition. They're like, I can fast more than you can. I can fast more than you can. Wow. I can fast more than you can. So there was this this like fierce competition to fast, but to do it better than somebody else. But what really, what does that mean? Oh, it doesn't mean to fast better than somebody else. So uh, Bishop Kirk gives these, these two things. He says, we fast for three reasons. We fast to partake of the food of paradise. Second, we fast for healing. And third, we fast to conform to the will of God. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we fast to partake of the food of paradise. Christ came to restore paradise to us, and so we eat the fruit of paradise in conformity with this gift he gives us. So it's we're fasting to partake of the fruit of paradise. So one, one of the one of the things that we're doing when we fast is we're saying no to food, no to drink, no to these these sensual delicious things so that we can become more cognizant, more aware of the Holy Eucharist that we're receiving. Oh. Yeah, okay. the fruit of paradise. So, at, so that's at, why we specifically so like you would say in in that for that argument like fasting from food is better than fasting from like television. 
Yeah. Yeah. In, in that case. Yes. In that case. Uh, so we're we're because um, we'll get down to like TV, Netflix, that sort of thing here in a second. So we're saying, hey, I'm fasting from this food so I can say yes to this more delicious food, this greater food. Because you know what, barbecue and Twinkies and milk, mm, those Twinkies, th- those things will all nourish my soul. You could be on a hunt like in Zombieland One, where he's on a hunt for Twinkies, which is really funny. Uh, I haven't seen uh, it. You could be. Like that draws you away from the food of paradise, and it also draws you away from like the greater understanding of of how Jesus wants to nourish our souls with His flesh and His blood in wow. the Holy Eucharist. So, so we say say that. We, That's a okay. good point. I know it's really awesome. Okay, so the food of paradise, but also the second food of paradise, which is paradise itself. Like we're fasting, so to say, no to this world and its allurements and its deliciousness so we can look forward to heaven because when we don't look forward to heaven we just keep our eyes on earth uh, and in our culture you know we're we're just over we overconsume things you know our dumpsters are getting bigger our trash dumps storage are getting larger our storage facilities are getting larger all this thing what are we doing we're storing up all of these things for what for some earthly paradise you can't take it with you. You can't take it with you. He who has the most crap at the end of life <laughs> loses. Because what? Like, all that stuff is just weighing you down because you're more attached to these things than you are to the uh, to, to paradise. So, you, yeah, yes, you're fasting from food, but you can also fast from just purchasing things. Because when you slow down your purchasing of things, you're not handing your credit card over. You're not swiping. You're not oh. putting the chip in. And you're saying no to this big fast of food. One, uh, that's one. Second, we fast for healing. Oh, I love, I love that. We fast for healing. Yeah, okay, Okay. Tell us more. The demons of physical and spiritual affliction can be driven out only by prayer and fasting, as Jesus indicated when the apostles asked why they could not drive out a demon from the child in Mark nine twenty nine. We fast from we fast wow. for yeah. healing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's a, I mean, a, all of us uh, are wounded in some way, uh, and oh, so, man. yeah, I know we oh. all have pasts that we're ashamed of, and we have like the Astros. And, and so we need to uh, do so do oh, at all times. You're I'm just so gonna mean. I'm just gonna uh, uh, skeet, skeet, right in there. I'm just gonna slide the Astros in there and and throw. I'm giving up you for Lent. I'm gonna throw strikes at them every time, right in their back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's not that's not loving your enemy, not, is it? Yeah, uh, that violated the gospel from a couple weeks ago. Okay, that's not caring, and caring is loving. Okay, so so healing. So uh, Jesus even says that, like. This, the, they come up to him and they say, Jesus, why couldn't we drive this demon out? And he says, this one comes from fasting and prayer. Uh, so there's this, this combination of uh, the necessity of fasting and prayer. When, we, when we're removing something, we're increasing our conversation and our relationship with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit and his Father, Ooh. and the communion uh-huh. of saints who uh-huh. are helping us along the way. And also, it, it allows things to be healed because what we do when we don't fast, we become what's that? What's that TV show? The Hoarders. Like, that's that's people that just like take stuff in, right? Yeah. 
And that's, I mean, that's like a psychological. Yeah. yeah. So what we do is then we hoard things. We take all this stuff in and we actually don't see our woundedness and our brokenness because we're paying attention to all of these other things. We're paying attention to all the things we've accumulated and we can't see our wounds or we're just covering everything up by all this clothing we're just putting on one layer on top yeah, of another. Yeah, so then you never, you never, because of all the distractions and the stuff, you never get to that which is essential. Right. And how problematic is that? And so you can, it's the same kind of thing, I think, thing almost like with noise. And that may be something even to fast from. You know, you, I think you've mentioned it to college students, you know, giving up giving up music in the car, giving up music so that, you know, when you're when normally you'd be in the car listening to music or the radio or, right. you know, talk radio, whatever, or you're, you know, you're exercising and you normally listen to radio or you're walking across campus and you're listening to music. You give that up so that there's right. space for the Lord uh-huh. to work. Wow. Yeah. Cause he, what does he do in the, remember when we were in the gospel of Mark, I love I love Catholic liturgy because you get a gospel, uh, and for the first couple of weekends, what was he doing? He's just healing people. Yeah, but uh, he's healing and he's driving out demons because, like, uh, when like when he goes to the land of the Gerasenes in Mark's gospel, and Jesus drives out those pigs. Well, where are they? Where's the land of the Gerasenes? It's at the Sea of Galilee. It's in the Promised yeah. Land. Oh, and what is what is going on with that demoniac there? And until these things are driven out of him, he can't be healed. And then he can't proclaim the glory of God. He can't wow. conform himself to yeah. the divine will. Yeah. So we, uh, so healing is uh, it's so important to everybody. And everybody's like, people are like, ah, I'm all right. No, no we're not. We're yeah, all broken. You are not okay. <laughs> it, I love the G.K. Chesterton line. They asked, somebody asked him, you know, what's, what's wrong with the world? And he said, I am. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I am. Yeah, I need I need healing. We're doing our, our Lenten Parish mission is coming up. Uh, bishop Sam Jacobs from Huma Thibodeau, Louisiana. He's retired bishop. He's coming March eighth, ninth, and tenth. And the the, the 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 last night, the Tuesday, the tenth, is a is a healing. It's like a night on on healing through through, the, through the Holy Spirit. Right on. Um, it's gonna like slay people. It's gonna be ridiculous. Okay, so a healing, fasting yeah. helps you appreciate the Eucharist more. Fasting can lead to healing, spiritual and physical. Right. Um, uh, uh, fasting can also let you look towards heaven, to a true paradise. Oh. Yeah, not paradise, but the dashboard lights. So the last <laughs> one is fast to conform to the will of God. And he says, and I quote, Our life of faith in Christ is to follow him. We fulfill his will for us by taking up our cross that... In dying to ourselves, we will be raised up. Fasting is the way we learn to conform our daily lives to this, comma, his will. Wow. What do you say to someone who's never fasted? My guess is a lot of people have never done it. Or they've done the minimum. They, I, do, I don't eat meat on Fridays. Right. Okay. Right. Wh- yes. So, someone, how, how does one start are you asking? Or I'm, you asking I'm asking. I'm asking. Oh, I yeah, thought. Yeah, what, I thought it was a rhetorical question. No, how no. does one start? What would you? What advice would you give? Like, what? Uh, how? How does one start? I mean, so it's Lent, right? Right. So maybe some people have started. Maybe it's, we're already, you know, a couple days into Lent. Somebody wants to start right. fat. 
right. Step okay. one is okay. So, so two. I'll give you two examples. In the in the uh, in the Latin church, there's this thing called a lot. A lot of people do called Exodus ninety, and Exodus ninety actually started uh, a couple weeks ago. But what it what's beautiful about it is one. I don't do the cold showers. Cleanliness is next to holiness, and it's really hard to shower and stay clean and anoint yourself and smell good if you only get like a three-second really cold shower, and it makes everybody's life miserable, I've heard. Plus so, the screaming. Plus the screaming. <laughs> so what I, what's, what's good about that is that Exodus 90 begins you weeks prior to the great season of Lent. And then get you going in the season let. So I would say it start, start. Well, you should have started a week ago, or two Maybe weeks they ago. Did. Somebody they did. Somebody so, did. So they so start now. Re- start remember, now. begin Today. again, beginning again. Just Today. just start. Okay. Uh, in the in the Byzantine Church, they have these Sundays called Meat Fair Sunday and Cheese Fair Sundays, and those Sundays are already oh, over where you get geez. rid of all your cheese and you get rid of all your dairy and you get rid of all your meat oh. and you move them out of your house. You eat them. <laughs> there's no there's no uh, Fat Tuesday where you just glutton everything down, uh, like like our culture has said. That's how you begin Lent. So if you're beginning fasting. Uh, I would say don't start with everything. If you have a list of things that you're going to fast from during the season, don't start them all today because what will happen is you will not see your success. Oh. It, start with one thing. Start with, like, um, if you're going to... Something that you eat every day, though. I mean, not... I mean, yeah, some, something that you are going to eat regularly. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. say, like, hey, I'm giving up uh, I'm giving lobster up, tail. Cauliflower pizza. Don't say, like, I'm giving up uh, filet mignon. Well, you only have filet mignon twice a year. Okay, then don't start there. Yeah, don't be a wuss. Um, and don't start with chocolate and sodas. Because when you take those things out of your diet – People get really cranky super fast. So one of the things uh, I encourage people to do is like if you're going to start a fast is maybe the first couple days of, uh, is don't eat as quickly. Slow down your eating. Like maybe between bites, you wait a minute. And so now you're thinking about the food you're eating rather than just shoveling it down. Like, eat your, with your knife and fork, put a bite in your mouth, and then put your knife and fork down Ooh. and chew it. And, and so start w- with that, with like just analyzing what you're doing. Then also, then take something out. So maybe it's, uh, maybe it's uh, half of dinner. Like, you look mm-hmm. at your dinner and you mm-hmm. say, um, I'm going to take half of my dinner out, and I'm not going to eat half my dinner. I'm going to go to bed slightly hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can set a rule that says, you know, after I have dinner, I don't eat anything else. So, like, no dessert, mm. no hot wings at 9 o'clock, even if it, I know, I know. Hot wings. Now, hot wings on a Saturday night at 9 o'clock or even Sunday night at 9 o'clock. You know, I, okay, during the season of Lent, I'm not going to eat after this period. I'm going to restrict my appetite. Uh, I'm going to restrict my diet, and, I'm a, and then I'm not going to do these things. So just to start with those things, maybe – Maybe cut uh, some of those like uh, heavy dairy things out. Just start with a few, reduce it in size, and then 
migrate through it. And maybe build and build from there. Yeah, I find out most people when they when they try to go big or go home, they, they end go. up cheating they themselves like the Astros. You're so mean. <laughs> whoa, whoa. You're so whoa, mean. I'm sorry. But You're another so thing, mean. you know what? Uh, another um, w- one thing about, about fasting is don't remind people of their failures. That's yeah. what the enemy likes to yeah, do. Yeah, I would also the, say, too, of like be careful who knows what you're giving up. Because I've, I've found in, in my own life, start with me, start with me, you know, what's wrong with the world? I am. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, there, there have been times when I'm, I'm giving something up and maybe like kind of going hard, like I'm giving yes. something up very difficult. And I kind of want everybody to know really that I'm doing that because I want them to think better of me. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, um, I've gone vegan, you know, for, you for, didn't go for vegan. Le- did you? I did in college. I did one year. Really? Because my roommate was a Coptic, was co- a, uh-huh. a, a, a cop, not a police officer, but a, a Coptic, Coptic from Egypt, and and that's what he did, and I did it with him, and it was really hard. Yeah. But I remember, uh, anyway, in 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 Lent's past, like let's say you're doing something really hard, like don't tell anyone. Right. Tell your, I mean, maybe maybe your priest, maybe if you have a spiritual director, maybe I mean somebody right. who can maybe help you be kind of accountable. Your your spouse, for right. example. But don't be rolling into the office <laughs> like, all right, everyone, it's Lent, letting you know that I'm giving up coffee. Like, and then everyone's <laughs> like, wow, he's so holy, right? Beware of kind of the, right. what can often be the spiritual pride that sets in or, or people in, uh, during Lent. Or people begin to hate you and hate Christianity. Well, that's true. Because that's it, true. Uh, excuse me, can you go back to drinking coffee? Right. Because we all hate you. Yeah, what, one thing during like Ramadan uh, that Islam does is you fast during the day from food and water yep. during yep. daylight hours. So you could take something like that. I mean, that's what we're, I, I think predominantly where Islam gets a lot of their prayers and fasting and their beads and stuff like that is from Christianity. But I the admire, like our, I mean, if you're hardcore, like our Muslim brothers and sisters, like oftentimes will put Catholic fasting to shame. Right. Like they're like, they don't eat all day and we're like, I don't eat meat on Fridays. Like, like the World Cup like, during Ramadan? Yeah. Akeem Olajuwon of the Houston Rockets. What? When he, when he, he um, like it was, there was during the playoffs. Ramadan was okay. during the playoffs. And he didn't eat and then played that night. Seriously. Yeah. But like, dang. I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't believe in Islam, obviously. There's some big theological problems there. But like, I admire that, yeah. that, that level of, of fidelity to what they feel like God's calling them to do. I mean, that's whoo, puts us to. So where, where to, to where to begin fasting uh, on that? Uh, I, would say, I would say I would say take out alcohol too. Yep. Take out take out alcohol. I would say things that th- think about things that you're that you feel like you probably couldn't live without. Like what are to what are you attached? Um, and, and think yeah, think food. You know, if you th- if you think to yourself like I have to have a drink every day. Well, maybe right. maybe that would be this would be a good time to pull back on the drinking. Yeah. Um, so you could start with just like I'm going to drink water all of yeah um, all of the season of Lent. Yep. Uh, I uh, one year I went gluten intolerant, and then one of my because you gave up intolerance. <laughs> I went yes, I gave up intolerance. I, I went gluten free during Lent, and the reason why is because I used to make fun of my students who. 
uh, we're gluten intolerant. Like I would go get pizza with them. I was like, "You want some pizza?" You're so mean. I know it was it was it was kind of funny. It was all these jokes going back and forth. You had to learn the word gluten intolerant in Polish because when we went there, they couldn't eat gluten. You should give and, up being a jerk. I try, and, and so I went without gluten for Lent, and I talked to one of my students who was gluten intolerant. I said, "You know, the reason why I'm doing this is I want to know what it's like to be in your shoes," and, and it was. I'll tell you, it's tough. I bet. Like, to have to say no to a lot of things. Like, yeah. No. Things that are really good. R- things that are delicious, like fried chicken and fried fish and pizza and everything with bread in it and pastas. So it was – so when, when we set out for this season of Lent and fasting, you can, you can pick, like, something and say, you know what? I'm going to eat my meals cold this Lent. I want to know what the poor feel like. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'm I'm going to eat smaller portions this Lent because I want to know what those people who do not have food, I want to have the aches and the pains of the poor in this world, the, those who will go without. Then what does it do? It changes the way you look at the people on the, on the street corner begging or, you know, when someone's walking through town and they're walking with their kids, obviously they don't have a car. And so it becomes more about what it's wants us to stop looking at our own earthly needs that we're satisfying ourselves with are just satiating ourselves with or even not even just satisfying but like the overabundance that we become gluttons of this gluton are you saying fasting will help lead to our conversion Oh, heck yeah don't expect a conversion without a fast ooh don't expect a celebration without a fast. Like we celebrate Christmas, but there's a fast before Christmas. And why have we lost such great joy of the arrival of the Messiah at Christmas? Is because we forgot about the, the fast during Advent. Why is it that Easter is just a dumb celebration with bunnies and Walmart and like colored eggs? Why have we lost the understanding of St. Mary Magdalene and the iconography and the eggs? And why have we lost this beauty of the great season of Easter and this, and how to celebrate? It's because we forgot about Lent. We just think it's Ash oh, Wednesday. you want to go right to the yeah, Oh, come on. Right to Fa- the hey, hey, Father, I did. I did Lent. I partied on Fat Tuesday. I got my ashes on Wednesday, and then I went back to normal life. Oh, uh, uh. So this is an article. Uh, this is uh, there's a there's a great w- uh, website, um, it's especially for men, but uh, it, this will benefit everybody. Called the Catholic Gentleman. This guy Sam Guzman. Okay. He's on the Catholic Man Show a lot. That's where I've heard him. Who? He the ca- what's his the name Cath- again? Sam Guzman. He runs a website called the Catholic Gentleman. Okay, which I would recommend, especially to men. Ooh, nice. uh, but I heard him on the Catholic Man Show, our friends Adam Minahan and David Niles, and their great show. Plug. Podcast, a little plug. So he has this article on spirit, called Spiritual Weapons Fasting. This is the, the conclusion. Okay. He says this, if we neglect fasting, our spiritual life will always be mediocre. We will be weak in the combat against our passions. We will easily succumb to temptation, and we will never truly overcome our inherent selfishness and self-indulgence. Wow. Take that. Non-fasters. I mean, that, that's exactly. Read that again, one more time. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it again, please. If we neglect fasting, so, whoa, whoa, slow down. So if we neglect it, if we don't if do we it, fasting, if we say fasting, fasting, not important. I, I don't, don't need do it. That. I don't do that. That's not me. If we neglect fasting, our spiritual life will always be mediocre. Whoa, it'll never be great. It'll yep. just be mediocre, blah. 
We will be weak in Ooh. the combat against our passions. That's the opening prayer as we begin this campaign of Christian service. The campaign is war. As we begin this war of Christian service. We will easily succumb to temptation. Yeah, because as we just do this all, you know, we just eat and drink just and be in. merry all the time. We just eventually just I'm give tempted, in. Give in. Yeah. I'm tempted uh-huh. give in. Uh-huh. Give in. And we will never truly overcome our inherent selfishness <laughs> and self-indulgence. What's the word inherit mean? Inherent, like that's just it's part of us. I that's why I was just yeah. making sure everybody yeah. knew that. Yeah. Never get over that which is part of us, which is our the concupiscence. Selfishness and self-indulgence. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's where we're naturally headed. That, that concupiscence is that that we're sort of naturally, uh, or unnaturally, I should say, like inclined towards mm-hmm. sin. Um, we're we're we like to feed our our passions. Um, it's easy for us, and and it's harder to resist. And so fasting is this buildup. Mm-hmm. Against that selfishness, that's and right. Self indulgence. Lent is this push. It's us pushing back with the Lord's help, obviously, pushing back against the selfishness that is. That's it. That is so much a part of our it's, lives. It's start now by saying no, just like the Astros. If you say no I now, you. then you won't be. <laughs> you're such a jerk. <laughs> Bringing it back. We are so glad mm. you joined us. Uh, we hope you're having a great Lent. If you're not. You should start. <laughs> start now. Start, start now. now. Begin now. Start now. Start now. Begin again. Begin again. Um, I'm Father Brian O'Brien from St. Francis Xavier. Come see us on Sundays or during the week. Um, we encourage everybody to go to confession uh, sooner than later. 17 hours in the city uh, of Stillwater. We've got a lot of it going on. Um, anyway, we hope you have a great week, and we're glad you listened. Happy Lent. <laughs>